Hello and welcome to the POV podcast from Possible. Welcome back to part two of our discussion with Jason Brush, our global EVP of experience and innovation here at Possible. We've been discussing a broad range of topics broadly under the banner of how marketing is changing and how the client and agency relationship is changing. Without further ado, back to the action. So, Jason, one of the things I see specifically in my role a lot, the role of the agency has been for a long time, have been about we actually end up being the group that integrates our client. So it's cutting mm-hmm. through silos that yep. maybe exist there. And right. I, I don't think this is presumptive to say that pretty much every organization I've worked with, and I would guess that pretty much every organization I will work with, will complain about you know the problems generated by silos in, existing in their organization. Uh, and, and we're not exempt from that either. No, and we're not at all. Right? No. You know? <laughs> exactly. And so maybe it's just the services that we provide. We end up yeah. being in a unique position to, yeah, we have to bring legal together with the tech team and right. the IT team who don't maybe often sit around the same table that frequently. Or we have to work with retail and, you know, with uh, the digital team and say, we've we've got an issue when it comes to returning a product, uh, etc. So, you know, I, and I love that part of my role and some of the most kind of impactful meetings I've been part of of when we've shared insights that start to kind of, you know, highlight and, and break down some of those silos. Um, I, I wonder if, you know, you think that this is, you know, tied to the brand's promise. Uh, and we talk a lot here at Possible mm-hmm. about kind of the promise that the brand is making to, to customers or its users. And that, you know, maybe there's less of a separation between the brand's internal organizational structure and kind of the outward facing promise that they make Mm -hmm. you know how you know for startups they've got a a bit of an advantage in this space because they just you know they can organize around you know the user more than you know someone like ford you know just able to do that um but if you can answer this you know we can go and set up our own agency so good luck all right for for legacy (laughs) brands you know how how do you know well how does anyone that's facing this problem kind of transform their organizational structure to try and break down these sorts of silos You've got 10 seconds, go. Right. <laughs> I think, you know, the. You talked about aligning incentives just a little bit ago. And, and I think I think one of the one of the best ways that I think our clients can can help to break down silos is to is to have, you know, shared KPIs, yeah. <laughs> shared goals. And 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 I think something that I've seen it kind of again and again is is that if people are you know people are measuring success in their own little part of the mm-hmm. part of the journey part of the customer experience um, it, there's a there's a kind of there's there's a kind of mentality there that the that if everybody just focuses on their own mm-hmm. part of the puzzle that you know you're going to end up with this complete picture which is which I don't think is uh, always the case mm-hmm. um I think that makes it really easy to sort of overlook the interdependencies between things. Yeah. Right. You know, because what a customer might want is is for things to move really fluidly between Mm -hmm. one one step in the process and another. Yeah. And if you know you have two different parts of the organization focused on those sort of isolated features, isolated tasks and experiences, then and there's nobody sort of incentivized to kind of to look at the collective. Then yeah. Now that's. It's easy to say, yeah. right? Um, those KPIs are hard to come up with. You know, people use Net Promoter Score, right, mm-hmm. as a as a way to sort of say, oh well, if everybody's aligned around Net Promoter Score, then we're going to do the right thing. Yeah. So you know, that's that that, that that's one approach. But I think that um, 
I think, you know, one of the things that we can do, and this is a, uh, you know, and it's because we come from the outside, um, is that um, some of the most interesting meetings that I have with our clients are are these are workshops that we run where mm-hmm. we have multiple people from different parts of the organization and yeah. get people talking. It's kind of it's like marriage counseling or something. <laughs> it's like it's like how do you get people talking? And and it's funny because you know the the so I'm a you know my, I I'm an interaction designer, uh, user experience designer by mm-hmm. trade, and I and my and and design of course is this is a practice that has 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 evolved over the past several decades to be to to uh, really appreciate the 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 importance of, of research and ethnography and so yeah. forth and and i think that you know one thing that we as as agencies can do better at i think is sort of is almost like doing research about what our clients need yes right yeah uh, we're really good at doing that around what customers need, but I think that understanding, like, oh well, you're never going to get to the, you're never going to get to that solution if you can't overcome the organizational hurdles. Yes. Yeah. And so, and that, and and so, how can how can we then frame up our offering so that like lots of parts of the organization mm-hmm. can find equal value in it? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that, that, that's and similarly some of the my most memorable meetings or most successful meetings from from how clients have fed back rather than any other sort of kind of metric for for the agency, but um, have been those ones where we've had stakeholders that aren't normally around the table together and we're revealing or spotlighting you know some sort of gap in the kind of connective tissue yeah, between right. those two teams and and saying hey either we can help bridge that gap or we can kind of you know, help you put things in place to, to kind of smooth over those things. Because you're right, the, the customer at the end of the day doesn't doesn't care that, oh, well, you know, you know Bob, your KPIs were just about time on site. And right, Jill, or like, your, your KPIs were just about how many how many products were returned. You know, right. they, they, they just care that they reducing are happy. Reducing call center yes. load yeah, or like that. increasing number of items in cart or, yes. you know, what yeah. you name it. It's like, or click-throughs from the, you know, from search advertising, right? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the, at the end of the day, the user, you know, doesn't doesn't kind of forgive one department and and praise another. They just, you know, they tar the the brand with one brush. That's exactly um, right. And so, yeah, that that's increasingly kind of I, I feel more a role that certainly on the kind of account side, I have to play a lot more. Is how do we bring the right people together for a specific project, not just from the resources that we have, but internally and and, and smooth those things over. So thinking about this, you know broad lofty challenge of kind of how agencies and uh, brands and clients need to work together to help smooth over some of these bigger challenges let's try and bring it down to something a little bit more tactical what are some of the very specific activities that can help uh, clients or teams uh, to get past some of these challenges well i i mean i think the answer is always okay so you know as a (laughs) as a user experience designer of course i'm going to say this is a predictable answer but I think it has to do with starting with with looking at the needs of customers, mm-hmm. right? Of people, you know, and asking how are you making an impact in their lives? What are you doing that's going to be meaningful uh, to to people? Solving their real problems. And one of the things that we've um, uh, a method that we often use that I, I, we've seen be really useful in facilitating conversation between these different owners mm-hmm. of different parts of the journey is to create a, a, a journey map. Now, um, I think most people listening are probably familiar with journey mapping, mm-hmm. but for those who aren't, it's you know just you know, uh, all it's doing is sort of looking at, uh, looking at a prototypical 
customer uh, journey across touch points in service of a goal, right? Mm -hmm. That could be, you know, what is it like for somebody to uh, buy, you know, for a first time auto buyer to mm -hmm. purchase a, a vehicle or what is the what is it like for somebody you know a pet owner from the moment that they get a new pet you know through the life of that pet right could be mm -hmm. any sort of um, uh, scope but the and it could be very narrow or it mm -hmm. could be very broad and the idea there is that you 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 really investigate all of the different things that people do the tasks they do what they think feel mm -hmm. and uh, and experience throughout the throughout the journey and and of course the journey map itself doesn't do anything mm -hmm. right all it does is sort of liberate insights from the tyranny of powerpoint <laughs> yes in, in and put it in a format that can that that facilitates conversation yeah right because you have this you lay everything out on the table mm -hmm. and then you can you can collectively add to it you can talk about it you can um and it can become more of a living uh, a living document yes yeah. um you know uh so much of our you know you th think about how much time and money is trapped inside of slides, mm -hmm. PowerPoint slides that nobody will ever look at no. again after they're presented. It's just as, as tragic, an, right? As an account you know, person, I, I feel that my kind of metric of success is the number of slides I will go to my grave with. Surely yeah. that's, is that not the the KPI for me? You is want just that on your tombstone? Slides. Yeah, that would be great. That'd be Maybe great. my tombs could just be a PowerPoint just a, Just slide. a number. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, no, you're right. And again, some of those meetings I mentioned earlier that I felt were really impactful were exactly those were let's get the right teams around right. a you know journey map of whatever breadth and depth and yes you know i've seen some that are incredibly forensic and are right. you know literally you know four or five meters long and a meter high and they touch you know i don't know what a meter is but yeah oh, sorry. I, i'm, I'm okay. kind of following of course um you know that they're, they're very long and that they're yeah. very tall <laughs> okay. yeah. um and that they might encapsulate you know hundreds of touch points and moments in a, a customer's life and then i've done some you know that were you know, back of a napkin, and and mm -hmm. regardless, we're still hugely impactful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you're right. You know, those as physical artifacts. You know, they draw literally, they draw you in to read them, and then to converse and say, you know, what is this telling us? How how do we react? And just the process of creating one. You know, yes, it is a static document in itself, and it's a snapshot in time, or it can be a snapshot of what a potential future state might be. But that process of getting to that output is usually what brings those teams together, and 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 kind of creates something that's much more useful and, and long lasting than, than that you know specific piece of paper yeah and i think the thing is that we often get you know we um the outside of long-standing client relationships where mm -hmm. you have the kind of agency of record relationship which of course is something we haven't touched on but mm -hmm. that's a you know, uh, it seems that it seems that you know uh, uh, every year there's a new sort of take. Uh, agency yeah. of record is dead. It's all project based. Or yeah. oh no no no, we need deeper, longer lasting relationships, and we're going to consolidate all of our agencies. Yeah. So, um, I don't have any answer to <laughs> what, what you know uh, what's going to happen there, but I do know that that one of the challenges that we have as agencies is that we get we get RFPs from our clients mm -hmm. that make lots of presumptions about the fact that about what the right solution to mm -hmm. the problem is and and what a and what a journey map does with that sort of and the and really the primary the ethnography the mm -hmm. data analysis all of the research that goes into it what that does is it allows you to sort of this is old adage about um, you have to 
design the right that you have to you, you 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 have to know you have to design the right thing before you can design the thing right yeah, right nice. yeah. like you have to know what it is you're designing before you can possibly go off and yeah, and do and build it pro- a solution you know, correctly yeah. so so a journey map really allows us to 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 take a, a step back and to say well the the brief that we got around social yes that might be important but we should also consider these other mm-hmm. things um uh and and that and we we see kind of three different briefs coming out of of um, of journey maps. There's mm-hmm. like there's brand sort of uh, 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 brand innovation, brand communication briefs, which are really around creating mm-hmm. awareness. And then there's and then there's commerce briefs that yep. are about you know consideration and transaction. And then there are product and service briefs, which are around sort of delivering the experience mm-hmm. after people are customers. And and I think that our clients sometimes feel like. I can imagine you putting myself in the shoes of our clients. I can imagine them looking at that and thinking like, oh, is this the agency wanting to, mm. um, just wanting to take more, yeah. you know, wanting to expand their budget, yeah. wanting to take more work. And, um, and I think that, you know, I wish we could have more honest conversations with yeah. our clients in that regard about like, we, we'll we'll work for whatever the budget that you have mm-hmm. is what we really want to do is make an impact in your business yeah. and it, and more importantly an impact in the lives of your customers and so you know i, I would love to be able to sort of have more conversations mm-hmm. like that and i think the best clients sort of they they, they get See that, that for what it is yeah. and 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 i think one thing that we can do a better job of collectively as, as agencies is is sort of is is when we go into whether it's quarterly planning or in a pitch mm-hmm. cycle or some all these moments where you can like put ideas forward yeah um you know if we remain sort of resolutely customer focused mm-hmm. meaning like the end customer end user focused i think that will help to reassure our clients that um it's really about making good work and not about you know land yeah. grab <laughs> yes no um, I t- totally agree, and, and you know we've I've done a few of these, and one of them, uh, you know, we did an ex- a journey map for a um, uh, petrol, gasoline, whatever you want to call it, and lubricants brand, a global brand. I'm not going to name them, but uh, one of their, um, you know, one uh, one of the big kind of findings from the experience. Well, yes, there was a lot of comms work. Yes, there was a lot of products and service. One of the big findings was actually about them needing to go and renegotiate the terms that they have with the uh, with the retailer. So the, the kind uh-huh. of the, the forecourt in that case, and and you know solving the contract uh, agreement actually was going to have a huge impact in the overall kind of customer experience. And that is you know undoubtedly well beyond the remit of the creative right. agency uh, <laughs> that I'm part of when I when I you know set out and do that project. And I think that was welcomed by again a client that kind of really, this is not about us wanting to suddenly get in to kind of contract management between four courts and, and uh, you know the OEM yeah. in, um, but but was was actually seen and praised as like this is an insight that we would not have got you know right. in, in any other in any other context right. so um, so yes um, we we are hoping to do many more of these and I think it's a it's a really good tool for for these sorts of discussions well thank you very much Jason uh, for your time and hopefully this was a useful and entertaining conversation uh, for our, our listeners and um, tune in for the next episode of the POV podcast from Possible.